0: Read from Psalm 11. I, I shared a little bit last week on this message. If the foundations are destroyed, if the foundations are destroyed, and you're going to see where that those words come in, uh, in, the, in Psalm 11 verse 1. This is what it says. In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to the mountains? In other words operate out of fear. We're not going to operate in fear in anything uh, that causes our, tries to cause our soul to fear. For look, the wicked bend their bow, they make ready their arrow on the string, that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. And this is how foundations are destroyed. This is how And we're going to talk about what foundations are a little bit more and give you a little bit more on the message that I started last week. And this is the question that the psalmist brings. He says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? What can the righteous do? Very good question. But then he begins to answer that question. He says, the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His Eyes, behold, his eyelids test the sons of men. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and the one who loves violence his soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals. Fire and brimstone and a burning wind shall be the portion of their cup. That sounds pretty severe, doesn't it? I'm going to explain that. For the Lord is righteous, he loves righteousness, his countenance beholds the upright. Father, thank you for your word today. It is indeed a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path, and we will rejoice in it. I thank you, God, that our ears are open, our eyes are seeing, our heart is receiving the word of God upon good ground. And you said when we, when we receive your word upon good ground, that we will bring forth much fruit, some 30, 60, and 100 fold. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone said, amen. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? And we're seeing an assault, really, in our society today. And the devil, there's, there's nothing new that the devil does, right? There's nothing new. But he, he endeavors to deceive every generation in the same way, to reject God, to reject the principles that bind people together. See, the, the foundations... If the the foundations are destroyed, destroy the foundation of any structure and you destroy the structure itself, whatever the structure is. It can be anything. Satan knows that if he destroys the foundation of your marriage, that he destroys the marriage. And so what does he do? He sends temptation. He sends things into your life, sends people. How many understand that people shoot arrows at the upright in heart secretly. He knows that if he can destroy the foundation of the family, he can destroy the family. In other words, he shoots secretly at the upright. Those who hold to traditional values and traditional marriage, he has shot at, in America, and he is eroding the very foundation of marriage and the family, because that is the basic building blocks of a society. Those are foundational stones. He knows that if he can destroy the foundation of a nation, including our nation, America, he can devastate our nation. Now, what is the foundation Of our nation. What is the foundation? Not only the family, not only the family, but listen, the foundation of our civilization. And I mean that in all sincerity. The foundation of our civilization are the Constitution of the United States of America, the Bill of Rights, and most of all, it is the Bible. I got a little bit of an amen there. My dad's clapping down here. It's either true or it isn't. What else is it? You know, if, if, if our nation is going to be built on lawlessness without a constitution, without civil rights, without rights of individuals, then it's all going to crumble. If it's not built upon the family and upon marriage and upon goodness and rightness, if you will, righteousness, it will crumble. See, these documents... And those who believe in these documents, especially the Bible, especially the Bible, because the Constitution Bill of Rights are all based on the Word of God. Did you know that? It it is. But these become targets, the people that believe, the people that hold to these foundational stones in in our foundation. In the church, it is Jesus Christ foundational stone. If the devil can keep you from believing in Jesus, he can keep you from building a life that is pleasing to God. And he can deceive you and in the end destroy your soul. If he can keep you from believing the Bible, that he can keep you from receiving the promises of God and then somehow get you to doubt that God's word is not true and then deceive you. The foundations are very important in your life. If the foundations are destroyed, what can you do? What can the righteous do? All of these are targets of the enemy. Now, the enemy shoots arrows. He, he endeavors to set fire to things that God is building in your life. Fiery arrows, the Bible says that he's shooting. And what are you to quench them with? A shield of faith. Somebody say amen. amen. Faith is a shield. Faith is a foundational stone. There's so many foundational stones in our life. See, these are targets of Satan, and if he, know, he knows that if he can erode them, he can destroy them. See, those who are animated by Satan, those who are inspired by Satan to attack the foundation of human life, He attacks the foundation of human life with wicked abortion laws that we think are just and they are corrupt and they are evil and they have destroyed the foundation of life, endeavoring to. But what can the righteous do? What can the righteous do when these foundational stones are being shot at and eroded? See, the enemy seeks to destroy. He seeks to deceive. He seeks to erode. I don't know. I really wasn't aware in 1974 when Roe versus Wade was uh, uh, passed on the Supreme Court level. All I know it has created a culture of death, not life. It's not life-honoring. It's death-honoring. And it's selfishness-honoring. It's self-serving. And God knows that it is eroding very important truths in our nation. All of this is recent. All of this is very recent. If you think about it, 30, 40 years in the history of time and the history of our nation, these laws, these things that seek to destroy the foundation of biblical truth, they continue. They continue to try to erode. Now they're attacking the foundational stone of gender. I mean, imagine this. The very obvious things in our life are now being attacked. How many genders are they, are they conjuring up now? Yeah, it's It's foolishness. It's foolishness. And we, listen. It's important for us to stand for what is right, not in anger, not in bitterness, not in being a problem, but being an answer to a real issue. If your foundation on your home is cracked and it is leaking and all that, I'm going to tell you, you're either going to fix that leak or the house is not going to stand. See, the apostle Paul dealt with evil malcontents, just like we are dealing with. And yes, we want to pray for those malcontents. How many know that the apostle Paul was one of those malcontents? So are you, so as I. People pray for us. We got saved. Somebody say amen. So when I talk in a the negative, there's always a positive. Somebody say amen. But the Apostle Paul dealt with it just like we are. This is what it says. He tells Timothy, his protege, he says, Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.16, shun profane and idle babbling. Somebody say amen. amen. For they will increase to more ungodliness, and their message will spread like cancer. This is what happens in a nation when the righteous are silent. I'm not talking about righteousness in my own righteousness. I am only righteous in Christ. It's only by his mercy that I'm not one of the malcontents. How many understand in his grace? But now that my eyes are open, I'm able to see what's happening, the attack on the foundations of our nation and our founding documents, our print the principles of what God has called us to defend. I want to stand for those things that God wants us to stand for. Listen to this. He names two people here in the Bible. Their names are in the Bible. How would you like your name to be here? I would not want my name to be here. Whose message increases ungodliness and spreads like cancer. Hymenius and Philetus, I think. Yeah, Philetus are of this sort. They are of this sort who have strayed concerning the truth. They they knew the truth, but they strayed from it. Why did people do that? Because the devil deceives them. He erodes the foundations in their life. It's important for you to defend people, defend the truth, and defend it in other people, to pray for one another, saying that the... Listen to this. They were trying to overthrow the foundational stone of the resurrection of Jesus and the resurrection from the dead, saying that the resurrection is already past. And they overthrow the faith of some. See, if your faith is not founded in some, some unshakable truths of the Word of God, it can blow away with any kind of pressure. He says, nevertheless, listen, I love this part, nevertheless, everybody say nevertheless, nevertheless, the foundation of God stands. God, come on, come on, come on, give God praise. The foundations, they are going to stand having this seal. This is the seal of the foundation of God. Now, you check your heart on this. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone, this is part of it, who names the name of Christ, depart from iniquity. How simple is that? How simple is that? Just turn from the things that are tearing you apart anyway. See, do you believe in Christ? I trust that you do. Do you believe in His resurrection? Are you saved? Have you given your heart to Him? Have you you been water baptized? You're going to have an opportunity to do that today, by the way. You're going to have an opportunity to give your life to Christ or come back to Him. See, whether you're building a life, a family, a church, a community, or a nation, if these are the enduring blessings These are the enduring blessings. I'm going to tell you, God is going to build something marvelous out of you. He is going to build something marvelous out of your family and out of a church that believes the Word of God. The word foundation means this, the basis, the underpinnings, the groundwork, the footings upon which everything else rests upon and is secure. That is your value, secured, secured too. That's your values, your conviction, truth, biblical principles, faith, hope, love, all of this. Psalm 89 verse 14 says this. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Did you know that? That's why they can't be moved. When you build your life upon the righteousness of God, when you build your life upon the justice of God, how God views justice, not the way the world views justice, but God's justice, which is pure, Mercy and truth go before his face. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound of this. Somebody say, Amen. Did you know righteousness and justice and mercy and truth have a joyful sound? I'm speaking of that joyful sound today. They walk, O oh Lord, in the light of your countenance, in the name, in your name, they rejoice all day long, and in your righteousness they are exalted as sure, listen, as the throne of God in heaven is unmovable in every storm. So his word, his principles, his truth are unmovable foundations in this hostile world for your life. You do not have to worry about anything that comes upon this world because your God is in control of everything. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Matthew 7 verse 24 says, this this is what Jesus said about these things. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house, that is his life, his life, a a wise woman who built their life upon the rock. And the rains descended the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it did not fall and it was because it was founded upon the rock somebody say amen And that rock is Jesus is the rock of his word but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not does not do them will be likened to a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended, the same rains, same floods, same winds beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Are you building upon Jesus? Are you building your life decisions on him? Are you doing the things that he wants you to do? Are you motivated to do it? Listen, the Holy Spirit will give you power. You can live out of the resource and power of the Holy Spirit in your life. When you receive him, you don't have to be floundering around trying to to perform for God. No, you can live in the power of the Holy Spirit who breathes through you the life of God. I know this. It's true because he has done it for me. See, God's Word and your faith in God's Word is the unmovable foundation of your life. It's unmovable. Doesn't matter what the devil does. God's foundations are sure. Proverbs, listen to this. Proverbs 10, verse 25, when the whirlwind passes by, the wicked is no more. Now, it looks like sometimes the wicked are just prevailing, but not in God's eyes. See, how many understand that God's patience is so that people re- will repent of their sin? Even Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all of them, we are to pray that they will repent. Paul the Apostle did. I know it's hard for us. It's hard. We, you know, if they were in person, we'd just kind of give them some, some noogie knots, you know, right on the head, say, straighten up, people. I gotta I gotta I gotta say some Republicans, I guess. No, I'm not gonna do that. All right. When the whirlwind passes by, the wicked is no more. But the righteous has an everlasting foundation. Come on, somebody. See, trust in God builds something in your life. The love of Jesus builds something unmovable. The Word of God is building. See, not only your life, but what you do in your life builds the unmovable work of God all around you. Isaiah 58 verse 12 says this, For the, those from among you, that is us, shall build the old waste places. See, the enemy, you you saw in the Old Testament, he just would, he loved to deceive the people of God, and then he would come and just tear down everything that they were trying to build, a nation, the worship of God. And that's what the enemy tries to do. And you know what? If you're going to allow the enemy to do that, the Lord is going to allow him to do it as well. You have to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Somebody say amen. Submit yourself to God. Draw near to God. That's our job. And and resist the devil. You will build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. Somebody say amen. Are you doing that? I'm doing that. I want to do that with my children, my grandchildren, if the Lord tarries. With my sons and daughters in the Spirit. I want to raise up a foundation for many generations. And you shall be called the repairers of the breach. Somebody say amen. The restorers of streets to dwell in. Amen. amen. See, these are the things that are important to God. How many? no cities are important to God. Nations are important to God. That's why they're important to us. People are important to God. And so we have to teach people how to build, build rightly. And that's what I'm here to do for you. It's on us to build and not tear down. It's on us to stop what the enemy is trying to do. With every pure heart, this is how you build. Listen, with every pure hearted act of obedience to God's word, you build an impenetrable foundation for this life and the next. Somebody say amen. Listen to what Paul says again. I love this scripture. It just keeps, it keeps giving us great insight. 1 Corinthians 3.9 says this, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building according to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder. I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds. You know, I'm building upon the foundation that Paul the Apostle laid. Notice what it is. For no other foundation can another, anyone lay, that is, uh, which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. There's no other foundation other than Jesus. How many understand that the government is upon his shoulders? Did you know God loves good government? God loves the church. The church is the governing body of God in the earth. Somebody say amen. And all governments are, sub- are subdued by him. And we are a part of that building. If anyone builds upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, straw, it's all kind of uh, you know things that don't matter, things that go away. Each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive, notice this, a reward. Somebody say amen. amen. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. What is he talking about? He's talking about the things that you do with your life and the things that God is asking you to do. How many understand it's simple acts of obedience. It's simple heartfelt acts of obedience to the Lord to help build his church, build the kingdom, reach out to people, love one another, read your Bible, build build up yourself in the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Spirit. But he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. So your trust matters. Your good character matters. Your godliness matters to God. His church matters. Your family, this family, God's kingdom matters. Question, are you building? What are you building? On what are you building your life? What are you helping to build in others? What foundation do you now rest your hope and future on? Hebrews 6.1 says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, that is maturity, not laying again the foundation, here we go, of repentance from dead works. Everybody say repentance. Have you laid that foundation? Lord, I repent of my sin. I turn from my sin. I'm going to serve you. Dead works, God calls them. Your sin are dead works. My sin is dead works. I'm not laying that foundation again. I know how important foundation stone, how this repentance is in my life. Of the doctrine of baptisms. That is the baptism in water and the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It's plural. Of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead and eternal Judgment. How are you doing on those things? How are you building? Are you building those okay? Come on, somebody. Are they elemental or are they brand new? Is it just sparking something in your life? It's okay. I remember when I read that, I thought, man, I don't even know what those things are. I have no idea what those are. I want to find out, or at least some of them. I understood resurrection from the dead, but I don't even understand a lot of things, I thought. But God will teach you God is allowing everything in your life and family and in the church and in these na- in nations and in our nation that is not founded on him and upon his word to be shaken, shaken and removed. He's, he's shaking a whole lot of things. The reason why it seems like you take two steps forward and three steps backward is because you're probably not building properly the things that you need to build in your life. Have you made his church your priority? Have you made his gospel a priority? Have you made your money praise God? Have you asked God to give you his power and his anointing so that you can build a life that demonstrates the love of Jesus in front of your family? I'm about ready to speak in tugs and hug every single one of you. Come on. (laughs) Alfred says do it. (laughs) Do it, pastor. Do it. I love it. See, he's allowing everything. I'm so glad that he allows things that aren't founded upon his word to shake in my life. And so I just, I love to simplify. Everybody, look at your neighbor and say, simplify. Go ahead, say it again. Simplify. 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 Build. On God's Word, on love and grace and serving and caring and happiness and joy. Come on, i got a whole book that I wrote on the unchangeable, unbreakable, unstoppable joy of the Lord. You should be getting that if you haven't got it, get it. Why? It'll teach you some foundational things about the joy of the Lord that, that is forever flowing from heaven. Yet once more, he says in Hebrews 12, verse 27, I'm almost done. Whew. He indicates the removal of things that are being shaken and things that, as things that are made, the things which cannot, so that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. I'm so glad. Now, I've lived for God for 40 years, and there's certain things that I'm not going outside the realm of because I'm living in the foundation and I'm building the things of God in my life. I'm not going to touch certain things. Unclean things, not going to touch them. You have to understand that. You're not going to touch them, not not going to be a part of it. Amen. Now, this yet once more indicates the removal of things. He's removing them so that things can remain in your life, and you can see, okay, this is God and this isn't. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom. Somebody say amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're receiving a kingdom. kingdom. kingdom which cannot be shaken hallelujah now the devil wants to build his kingdom but his kingdom is going to fall god's kingdom is going to remain it is not going to shake it is going to remain let us have what not anger bitterness condemnation no let us have grace In receiving this kingdom by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. See, these are foundational stones. These are things how you build your life. Reverence, godly fear, grace. For our God is what? He's burning things up. Somebody say amen. When it talks about the wicked, you know, and the coals and the fire burning, all that. I mean, God's not trying to kill people in hell. The devil wants to take you there. He wants to burn all of that stuff out of your life so that you can see him and you can give your life to Jesus once and for all. Live for him and just serve him. Be a part of his kingdom. Build what he is building. I'm so glad that when I was 18 years old, I gave my life to Jesus. I really didn't know what I was doing, but I knew it was right. And it was the only foundational stone that I had. And I would get in and out of church, in church, out of church, in church, out of church, go to Sunday school. No, no. Want to serve, want to go out with my buddies, want to do that. You know. how, many, how many know? God shook all of that. He shook it all, thank Him. Lord. Hallelujah. Lord. Shook it all until I started building where, what He was building. Heard the call of God, started loving people in the church, started loving His church, building what He's building, trying to get my family saved, trying to get my friends saved, building, 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 building the kingdom of God. God is a consuming fire. He's just gonna burn up everything. You might as well just get busy with God. Just get busy with God. He's going to burn it all up. In the Old Testament, it says your, hole, your pockets have holes in them. You can't even contain wealth that I am giving you because you are not doing, you're not building what I'm building, the temple, the worship of God in the earth. Come on, somebody. I told you I'm almost done. I'm just, it feels like I'm just getting started. though. Even things we work for, and trust in most. And it's important. I mean, though know, that if we don't work, neither should we eat, is what the Bible says. So you know, don't stay on unemployment too long. Somebody say amen. Just get busy. All right. But listen to what he says to Timothy. He this is a foundational stone. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty. Okay, that's pretty easy. Don't be haughty, nor trust in uncertain riches, okay? Now, that's a little harder. That's a little harder, but you can do it. Somebody say amen. Just point to your neighbor and say, you can do that. But trust in the living God. Don't trust in money. And when, you're, when, when money increases, don't set your heart on it, the Bible said. Why? Because it can just go away. It can just go away who gives us richly all things to enjoy, let them do good. That is the rich. I mean, by the way, you are rich compared to much of the world. Did you know that you, you, are, you are the top 3% in the world? But how many understand that the wealth of the world, the wealth of nations is increasing? Why? Because of biblical principles of fair trade, I could go somewhere, but I'm not going to go there. All right. See, foundational stones. Even things we work for. Look at what it says. Command them and be ready to give. Tell them to be rich in good works. Let them do good. God gives us richly all things to enjoy, he says. Ready to give, willing to share, or storing up for themselves what? A good foundation. Listen to that a good foundation for the time to come. What is that time to come? I believe it's the end of the age. I believe it's the end of time. I believe it's the return of the Lord, and we're seeing some of the signs. That's why I want to, want you to be in our study on Wednesday concerning the book of Revelations. It's very important, or revelation, I should say, not plural. For the time has come, the time has come, that they may lay hold of eternal life. I want our worship team to come. Come on, hallelujah. Are you building? Are you building your life, your decisions, your future, your leanings, your know-how on the principles of the Word of God? When you begin to do that, and you can bring down those lights if you don't mind, See, when you build your life the way God wants you to, you will never be shaken. Somebody say, man, I'm telling you, a whole lot of things are shaken all over the place. I mean, everything is so, it's almost like a hairline trigger. It's just, you know, one thing can go off in the economy and then the next, and then the next thing you know, we're we're experiencing massive inflation. It's just unbelievable. Nothing is settled, it seems. See, when you build your life your way, if we build a nation without God, which is, you know, how many know leaders are very important? We should care about every single elected individual in our land. I don't care if it's local or international or national on the federal level. Every single one of them is important. Because they make decisions. Decisions build things. And if you and I will be discerning in these times, I am so thankful in this past local election for those here in Westchester who said, you know what, I'm going to run for, I'm going to run. Christians, born again, spirit filled, I'm going to run for the school board going to run for city councils I'm going to run for mayor our our city of Cincinnati is a mess right now a mess what can the righteous do stand somebody say amen what can the righteous do get elected somebody say amen do something for God build something great for God God has called me to this office I stand in this pulpit to help build the body of Christ, to help you understand your times and seasons that you are living in. Not to cast fear, but to get busy. Somebody say, "Amen." Are you building? See, if you're not building upon the things of God, inevitably, it leads to disappointment and in the end, ultimate death and the enemy wants destruction are you building your life the way this perverse world built it I just want to sow my wild oats pastor I just want to do what I want to do how is that going for you it didn't go too well for me God pulled out every possible plank I'm so glad he did that's how I met my precious wife Hallelujah! What a great blessing to me. Hallelujah! Look at your spouse. Say you're a blessing to me. I wasn't supposed. I wasn't supposed to marry that girl back. That guy back. That girl guy. Whatever. Come on. Matthew seven verse twelve. I'll end with this. I promise. Enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and many go in, buy it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life and there are few who find it this is the sad, sad thing I want you to stand with me what are you building? I want you to take stock I want you to look we're going to have some food in a minute we're going to have fellowship we want you to meet the staff it's our church connect Sunday Sunday I want you to meet the staff and just get to know everybody. We love you. If you don't have a home church, make this your your home church. Why not? I'm going to tell you, it'll be a blessing to you. So before I do, I want our our prayer stations to come out. We want to pray for you. Those of you who are brand new, we have what we call prayer stations. One has come to Christ. One is Spirit-filled. One is water baptism. One is healing prayer. There are many needs, even among a group like this. And we want you to feel like you can be prayed for every Sunday, that you are valued, that we care for you. And guess what? Our children have prayer stations too. Somebody say amen. Those kids can come and they can be prayed for every Sunday. But I want you to make this declaration. Close your eyes and look up to the Father. Repeat these these words after me. Heavenly Father, thank You for my Savior, Jesus Christ. I am determined to build my life on the eternal Word of God. Holy Spirit, fill me with power, with strength, with faith, wisdom, and joy as I build I will not delay. I am making my decision today to live my life for Jesus Christ. I am determined to live by your word every day. And if I fail, help me to be quick to repent and to confess and to come back to that firm foundation. I am determined to do the word of God And help build your church. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that I am accepted by you, beloved by you. In the mighty name, the glorious name, the matchless name of Jesus we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise right now. Hallelujah.